America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Belief It, or Did We? The show where we don't did it, did, but do. Did we? Did we? Didn't. That's the question for you, the viewer at home. Yes. Does one do one? If you did one, did you do it? Don't you? Duh. How you doing, Damien? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. A little sleepy. Yeah? What, long, long night? Yeah, well, okay, so into my brain. Um, ah. So three days ago, I missed my meds. Mm. Okay. And then it throws off my sleep schedule for days. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So, but I'm catching up, and I'm living the dream. Living la vida loca. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody's ever been on venlafaxine, they know what I'm talking about. Mm, mm. Effexor. I'm a little tired, but not. I was just up a little later, yeah. you know, because I got home from work, and you know, it's not always easy to fall asleep right away. So, yeah. I played some Game Boy. I pet the cat. You know, things like yeah. that. Playing yeah. some Zelda. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm playing uh, Pokemon Gold. Ooh. Old, oldie, oldie but goodie. Oldie but a goodie. I do want to play the new Zelda, though. I still need to finish Breath of the Wild, actually. <laughs> don't tell anyone. I don't even know what that is. It's the, so the new Zelda just came out. Ocarina it's the of one Time? That, yeah, Ocarina of Time. It's the one that came out right before it. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. nice, nice. Um, I do apologize uh, to our viewers. I realize our donut painting fell down, so now we just have this blank, ugly spot on the wall. Oh, shit. And that's going to look bad. Do you want me to just do this the whole yeah. episode? So people know what a donut looks like. This is a donut. Um so I folks, don't want to do that. My shoulders. Actually, tired. Damien, when um <laughs> yeah, me. Uh when you hear the word fundamentalism, mm. what do you think of? Well, uh first of all, you need to put something to put the fun in fundamentalism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um so that could be many things. Yeah. Um, you know, be it someone who's very charismatic, uh, maybe a cool mascot, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, I also think uh, people I don't like. Oh, okay. Usually. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Fundamental. I, I haven't met a good fundamentalist. Because I think fundamentalism now yeah. is kind of like, it almost is the same word as um, extremism. Right. Well, I mean, if we're talking about basketball, you got to have the fundamentals. Yeah, so, that's true. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But Christian fundamentalism Mm -hmm. um, is the first religion uh, to use the term fundamentalism. Mm. And it was not, they didn't mean it as a bad thing. They meant it as a good thing. Yeah, it's just euphemistic language to try and spin things. And then it got away from them. Yeah. 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 So basically um, what happened was the 1800s happened. So um, they happened for a few years, right? Yeah, they happened for about a hundred years. That long? Yeah. Wow. But uh, so civil war mm-hmm. happened. Where? In America, the, oh. America had a civil war, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what happened with that is not only did the country split, but churches split. So like the Baptists oh. split and uh, things like that. So there was a lot of division within religion itself. 
And also what happened in the 1800s was the revivals. So we got the... Mm-hmm. Credence Clearwater. Credence Clearwater revival. <laughs> the Big Tent revival. We had, uh, yeah, the uh, first Great uh, great Awakening and then the second Great Awakening. And mm-hmm. then we have things like uh, the Miller Rights. That's the great disappointment. Yeah. And uh, then the Miller Lights. Then the Miller Lights. Not the Bud Lights. Go woke, go broke. <laughs> That's true. Just yeah. kidding. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So there's a lot going on in religion. And then mm-hmm. also in the world of science, you got geologists discovering that, hey, wait a minute, the world's not uh, 6,000 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's a little older than and that. A couple years older than that. Yeah. And then you have Darwin. Darwin comes along and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, we didn't just spontaneously get created by a, by a infinite being. We, we didn't? Actually, no, apparently, apparently not. so complex. Yeah, that's true. It has to have a creator. Irreducible complexity, anybody? Exactly. We're like fine Swiss watches. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that a watch just made itself, would you? Nope. If you're walking down in the woods and you found a watch, you wouldn't think, oh, this watch just evolved. That's right. I wouldn't look at an Apple iPhone 8 and think, hmm, that came out of nowhere. Nope. nope. So I guess that's it Is for an this iPhone podcast, 8 thing? though. Then, <laughs> hmm. Work, work, work. This podcast is brought to you by ads. If you love ads, check out this one. This ad's for you. Uh, Damien, uh, do you like privacy? Oh, I love privacy. I don't want anyone busting in on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like if I if I close the door in my apartment, yeah. that means none of my neighbors can come in. Well, you would hope, but I mean, like in today's day and age, how many times mm-hmm. have you signed up for something or just gone to a website and then all of a sudden you're getting emails, you're getting phone calls, you're getting yeah. all this shit happening to you that you don't want happening to you? Yeah, and uh, you know what? You can put a stop to that. Because like, you know that even if you're in... Um, Incognito mode, mm-hmm. your ISP. Yeah, can they're still, still see watching. What you're doing. And you know what I say? None of their business. Those big conglomerates. Why mm-hmm. do they get to know what I'm doing? And for me, like I like when I'm writing a script or whatever, I mm-hmm. like to go to a coffee shop and write it there and use their Wi-Fi. And yeah. you want them to have that extra. Public Wi-Fi uh, is a crazy space to be, and you don't know who else is connecting to it and who has access to those things. Yeah. Have you even seen Mr. Robot? No. Um, (laughs) Do you know there's over 30 million people who have signed up for our next sponsor? 30 million? Yeah. 30 million people have signed up for our next sponsor. Mm -hmm. Who is? Who is Private Internet Access. Okay. That's fair. They are a... a Private Internet Access is a a VPN provider. And like, listen, I'm not going to be handing over my computer, my phone to strangers and letting them look at it. Why would I do that? Oh, do you want me to look at your phone? <laughs> yeah, if you want to look through my history. No, don't oh, look through my history. Oh, my God. And if you want to stop your ISPs from always looking over your shoulder and profiting off your data, because you know that's what these people are yep. trying to do. They're trying to make a buck off of you, and you don't want them to make a buck off of you, or two. Or you two. want to need you need to make your own bucks. Yeah. Um, but then you need private internet access, the world's most transparent VPN provider. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
With over 30 million downloads, we talked about that. This is the perfect software for staying private online as it hides mm-hmm, your IP mm-hmm. address and encrypts your internet connection. That's right. And private internet access is really easy to use. There are apps available for all operating systems, and one subscription can protect up to 10 devices at once. Your phone, your computer, your other phone, your tablet, your um, other tablet. So you're going to want to go to PIAVPN. Dot com slash believe it or not and get 82% off. That's an 82% discount. 82. That's right. That's just $2.03 a month and you get an extra four months completely free. But you got to go to PIAVPN.com slash believe it or not uh, for a truly private digital life. One last time, PIAVPN.com slash believe it or not for 82% discount. That's pretty good. And uh, we won't see what you're browsing. Yeah, well. I love those arguments, too, because they're like they're just like these gotcha things. Like, ha, huh, what about that? Why are there still monkeys? Huh. I got a message yesterday because I... <laughs> Why are there still monkeys is such a funny thing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody on... Uh, on uh, TikTok was like, if uh, if adults came from babies, then why are there still babies? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, though. Actually, That's true. Yeah, um, but uh, I got a message yesterday on Instagram, mm-hmm. and the person said, "I watched your video on abortion, and mm-hmm. despite uh, besides just making fun of Christians for for the whole video, um, you also said that." Um, fetuses aren't humans so what species are there are they and like I know he was like trying to do a gotcha and I was like what species is semen (laughs) they're spunky yeah you don't take your uh, sock or your tissues in a stroller down the street well like some people probably do that's true and then they get arrested (laughs) yeah 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 that's one of those things where it's just like uh, you can get into like these weird arguments, yeah. just getting down to semantics, right? And that's what I said to you. I was like, you know what? We could argue and you can like say, oh, I got you or whatever. But I'm like, just, I'm not going to sit here and argue in a, in a, um, in a Instagram chat. Mm-hmm. Just do some research. Yeah. It's not about you and me. It's about the people who have to make this decision. Right. And so don't just be like, oh, I got another YouTuber and like actually start looking into it. And I mean, and also look at like, why are these politicians, because it's predominantly the politicians who are yeah. pushing the stuff, right? Why yeah. are they pushing these yeah. things? It's to distract from other things and it's to push these like uh, judo-Christian ideals because that's where they're going to get the support behind them. And it's like a smokescreen for other things yeah. and it's also taking away women's bodily autonomy. Yeah, It's just another means of control. Yeah. They don't care about babies dying. Yeah. No. They cared about the kids then there'd be a lot of social programs and things like that, but there's not. They don't yeah. give a shit about the children. Yeah. Um, and then um, going back to the 1800s, and then, well, early 1900s, Princeton Theology mm-hmm. starts, um, Theological Seminary starts, like, discussing the origins of the Bible and starts saying, okay, let's look at this. And a lot of European theologians are doing this as well. And, like, let's not look at this as, okay, we know it's the Word of God, mm-hmm. so we're going to start from that point, but, like, let's look at it like it's any other literary text that we would look at and examine right. it that way. And um, this way, you know, we can look at the contradictions and be like, well, duh, it's just 
their different writings for different times, and that you know, and that's a good way I think to study the Bible. <laughs> it's amazing it took that long yeah. for people to kind of like do that on a larger scale. Yeah, I'm sure some people probably did at some oh, yeah. point, but. For it to be something that, you know, it's noted as this is what they did. It's, yeah. it's wild that it took until the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> and then so modernism is is rolling into Christianity. And so a lot of Christians are accepting evolution, accepting geology, yeah. because it's it's it wasn't presented as, hey, we're going to fight off God with this. It's like, well, here's what we're observing. And so Christians, yeah. a lot of Christians are, you know, folding this into their faith. And some people got really scared by that and thought this was going to be the demise and the end of Christianity. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because it always seems like it's framed as fighting Christianity, where it's just like, no, we're just presenting factual information that just happens to contradict your belief system. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, for me, personally, like, when I realized that I had to ask myself, do I want to just believe in Christianity, or mm-hmm. do I want to find the truth? Right. And that was a huge, like, adjustment for me to make of me, like, I'm not just looking for arguments for what I already believe. I want to start yeah. looking for what is actually true. Well, that's, uh, who's, I don't remember, I don't remember the guy's name. Um, I've been seeing clips of his stuff late recently, but he was, a, it was like a YouTube short, and he was in an argument with a guy who was basically saying that, Something along, like, there was some statistics that people who believe in Christianity were happier. So he was saying that shouldn't it just make sense for atheists to pretend to believe in Christianity to be happier? And the whole thing was just like, you, you, that's like, a, you can't do that. And people yeah. pretending to believe in something isn't going to make them genuinely believe it. No. And it's not going to make them happy. No. It's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, do should I should I know the truth or should I pretend not to and yeah. keep going with this facade because I think it might make me feel better? Yeah. Uh, spoiler, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, especially like when you're already questioning it. And like yeah. I was trying to attend church, but it was like, I just hear these sermons that right. were just pissing me off and it made mm-hmm. it worse. And you can't pretend to just like, because I was like, oh, I'll keep going for the community. But like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. You, you got to find that community in other ways, but there's not really as many places that kind of fill as wide of a niche, uh, as wide of a market as like a church community will, I guess. Yeah. You know? There's a lot larger of a, it's, you know, I guess it's like a social club for people, right? Yeah. I mean, there's not really many other social clubs, are there? That's not like tied to like a specific activity? Yeah, not really. Especially like if you live in a small town. Oh, yeah. Like that's your main source of, community and getting to know people especially if like most of the community go there right yeah yeah then you're just kind of like okay me and crazy bob from gonna hang out at tim hortons yeah uh i remember uh just testing the waters i was visiting my uh family and Mm -hmm. i already kind of didn't believe but i was like on the fence but we went to church and afterwards i was like i found something very factually incorrect Mm -hmm. with the sermon and like the reaction from my dad, like it was immediately like defensive. Like he was, yeah. he was about to go into argument mode. And I was like, he said that uh, the end of the world as we know it was um, a song by Great Big C, but Great Big C covered it. It's an REM song, and because the pastor used it in an <laughs> illustration. <laughs> That's pretty good though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so people started debating and people started like figuring, okay, you know, mm-hmm. what is Christianity? Yeah, I guess a big thing too was like, they're like, well, Moses didn't write the Pentateuch. Like that's a, it's clearly different mm-hmm. writers and it's clearly different writing styles, even within books. Like like the first five books of the Bible, it's not, especially Genesis, it's not like that was written by one person. This is a collection of works. Yeah. And um so things like that, and pe- yeah, people are questioning. It was like a Reader's uh, Digest. Yeah, yeah. So different, uh, different groups spring up, but uh, for the most part, there's like yeah, this kind of area of we're trying to figure out the the fundamentals of the faith. What does it mm. really mean to be a Christian? Mm-hmm. So they had something in um, 1878 um, called the Believers Meeting for Bible Study. They oh, they created the 14 fundamental beliefs of of uh, evangelical pastors, but or evangelical Christianity, but um, they eventually narrowed it down to five. Okay, so there's five fundamental beliefs, and um, these were in the 1920s. These were um, handed out in a book that was um, it was called the Fundamentals, and this is really where the the name fundamentalists took took off but it was a series of essays oh 1919 they started so these rich people were like we want to help out Mm -hmm. we're going to help print these and get these out there because we want the fundamentals of the faith to survive right and also like yeah it's probably not just like oh this is what we really believe for all of them for some of them they really thought that like we can't let christianity die because it's a net good to the world to um i don't think it is i don't think so yeah you know what i find interesting i was just thinking about this um, in however many years the Bible's been around and how many different interpretations there are of it in different denominations. And like, think about every community church having a Bible study, right? Yeah. Every week they're reading the Bible. They're studying bits of the Bible. Yeah. Everyone's doing this everywhere for thousands of years now, right? Yeah. Don't you think that if there was a divine being who had a book with all his rules in it, it would be a little more concise? Yeah. Rather than having like this vague... 400 page book that people spend thousands of years trying to figure out and never agreeing on anything really yeah and that's the thing too like i remember i was talking to somebody who uh said something about the bible i was like no you gotta read in this chapter whatever it's really says this and they're like oh i have actually read that i'm like but you're the one yelling at me about what the bible says you're the one who believes that the bible is like the god of the universe wrote a book and gave it to you Mm -hmm. and you haven't read the thing yeah (laughs) well that was like Years ago, I remember there was an old Colbert Report bit where there was uh, one of those governors trying to push the Ten Commandments in courthouses, and then Colbert asked him to name the Ten Commandments, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, things like that. It's like, okay, so why are you so, like, gung-ho about this shit when you don't even know anything about it? And I'm not claiming, like, I know everything about it. I barely know anything about it. Yeah, but you're not trying to make it No, I'm not trying to do these things. I'm more just, like, confused by most of the stuff about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, so 1920, Curtis Lee Laws of the Watchman Examiner. This is Mm -hmm. not the Watchman organization that, like, the Jehovah's Witnesses Mm. um, follow. It's a different Watchman. Because... like There's, the superheroes. Yeah. Um, wrote uh, wrote an article about the gathering of Bible-believing Baptists. Oh. And... Um, the BBB? The Better Business Bureau. The Better Business Bureaus. Uh, and that in it, they talked about... Uh, yeah, he, he concludes, We suggest that those who still cling to the great fundamentals and who mean to do battle royale... <laughs> 
uh, for the fundamentals shall be called fundamentalists. And from then on, it was the fundamentalists, and people would call themselves fundamentalist churches, and we're in the fundamentalist movement. And um, yeah, so it has a very uh, 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 back in my day, we yeah. just did this. Yeah. Back in the Bible day, we just hated women and gays, you know, things like that. It's like, okay. Oh, 100%. All right. And another thing, too, is like one of their big things was like there was a big movement. And just like now, there's like um, they were fighting against Mm -hmm. people trying to do social change and social justice. And they're like, no, we're at the end times. The goal of Christianity should be to save souls. And, uh, convert people to christianity so that as many people as possible can be saved and go to heaven my thing about that is like wouldn't you save more souls if you were actually like inclusive and understanding rather than being a bigoted dickhole yeah you'd think so huh and yeah and so it was all about like okay we're gonna get back to the fundamentals of the faith so that we can you know get together and we're all um, saved mm-hmm. for Christ. Mm-hmm. And another thing too, because we were talking about like the different um, revivals and and the Millerites and stuff like that. And so people really thought in the 1800s that like there all these huge spiritual movements are happening. Like this is truly a sign that the mm-hmm. it's the end and we're all going to be saved by the end. And then these scientific discoveries and things like that kind of put some doubt on the Bible and the way people are studying the Bible now is changing. And they're like, Oh, but we had the thing we were going to save everybody. And so they're, they're afraid of that. And, um, because they started to believe in this idea called dispensationalism, where Mm -hmm. like there was different eras of time that like Taylor Smith and her eras tour. Um, I'm going to get comments for that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You love Taylor Taylor Smith. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, so there's different eras of time. And right now we're in the end times. So um, we have to just focus on that. So, but if you're, if you're caring about new discoveries and we can't be at the beginning of something we're at the end of time so we right. just have to get back to the fundamentals it doesn't matter of all, all this like sciencey crap um yeah so basically they're stubborn <laughs> so yeah so okay this is something I, we've probably talked i've probably asked this question a million yeah. times but I, i'm still always baffled like what where is it explicitly in the bible that says and times you got to be ready for them is there like are there like big passages that say at the end of days this will happen so be ready for it or is it just kind of like people inferring things like them saying that jesus christ will come back and everything will be good and they're like this is it now we got to be ready for it yeah i mean in the bible it was they just thought it was at that time like they were in the end times right so like jesus said before he went up to heaven that he wouldn't like people who were there would still be alive when he returns this generation will not die out and then as the Bible gets written and that generation is dying off, they're like, uh, but c- maybe in the future. Okay. So Revelation is like the book of Revelation is the big one where it's like this is what's going to happen at the end. But right. also it was apocryphal writing, but also easily could have just been about that time and about how Nero was going to. Right. He's an evil bastard and we hate him and yeah. I mean it definitely feels like how can we keep this going for another 15 years mm-hmm. and then 
you know, 2,000 years later, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, how do we make this make sense? Yeah, because it's always been a doomsday cult. Christianity yeah. has always been a doomsday cult. It's always been about Jesus is going to return and then everything's over. Um, but we're just stuck in the end days. So right. every generation thinks, well, now this is the end times. Yeah, you think after, a, a, you know, 2,000 years, you'd be like, maybe, maybe it's not going to be the end times. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should just be good people. Yeah. And try and live <laughs> for the now. And then when the end times come, you'll be good. Yeah. Dallas Theological Seminary was founded in 1924. Um, a lot of people split off from Princeton because they hated all the the liberal theology at Princeton. Those college-educated yeah. assholes. <laughs> so I think Dallas Theological Seminary was the first um, really fundamentalist um, Bible college. And there's a lot more now. Um, but... Um, yeah, so they were the, one of the first ones, and um, evolution was a big one. So they've been fighting against evolution ever since their founding. Oh, you mean they've been basically devolving? Yeah, they've been devolving ever since. That makes since. sense. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Snopes monkey trial was uh, their big thing, a lot of fundamentalists. And then still today, there's like them trying to get abandoned schools and teach the controversy, things like that. The whole thing about like equal teaching of stuff in schools is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, are we gonna teach that uh, we're on the back of a great turtle? Like, it's... yeah, my thing is is like one is a scientific theory like based upon observable fact and evidence. The other is a religious doctrine belief that one group of people has. Yeah, which is completely different. Yeah, and if you're gonna argue for equal representation in the school, then you got to start teaching all the other stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. You got to teach like yeah. uh, Muslim faith. You got to teach like Jewish stuff or any other like whatever whatever representation you have in your community. You have to be teaching all of it if that's what you want. Yeah. But equating like evolution and creationism are two. It's a it's another false equivalency. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with science. Get that shit out of Get there. Get it out of there. Get it out of there. You want to teach your kids that? Teach them it at home. You, yeah. You nut jobs. Well, which is what I think a lot of them are doing, right? Yeah. A lot of them homeschool now. A lot of them homeschool. Um, yeah. Have you Way ever to seen. Keep your um, kids fucking stupid. Yeah. Have you seen Jesus Camp? Uh, I, didn't we watch that? I don't think so. Oh, we've we've definitely watched clips from it. Yeah. I, th I think I saw it like years ago. Yeah. But like. Because I, I think I've only seen clips of it. But there's the one clip where the kid is. Uh, just talking like his talking to the parents and mm -hmm. homeschooling and the mom is teaching him how like um the devil uses evolution to try to trick people and yeah. yeah. I saw a picture recently of somebody who went to an amusement park and they had a dinosaur section and they just had their kids flipping off all the dinosaurs because they're made up by the devil to trick us. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. It's a damaging belief, fundamentalism. I See, what I don't get is with, with fundamentalism or anything like this, if you truly are afraid of progress and science and things that are demonstrably true and effective, yeah. then, then you should be living on a commune in the middle of nowhere, growing your own food and not using technology. Yeah. Because it's such a hypocrisy to embrace things like modern technology and modern medicine, yeah. and like electricity, and the internet, and computers, and all that stuff, 
and then be like, but all this other stuff isn't real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, yeah. It, it feels like such a, oh, well, this this is good for me and I benefit from it. Therefore, it's okay versus this doesn't really affect my life, but I think it's bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe well, maybe that's a false And that's kind of, kind of the too, thing but. because uh, in the 40s, 1947 we get the start of the neo-evangelicals. And so what the neo-evangelicals were saying was that fundamentalists had taken themselves out of the culture too much and separated themselves and like they didn't they didn't want the culture to affect them, but the neo-evangelicals were saying, yeah, but we need to affect the culture. So that's when you start getting crusades from like Billy Graham and other like people who are like well, superstar Billy Graham just died recently. Oh, a couple of days ago. Is that a wrestling man? He, he's a wrestler. <laughs> oh. I've been listening to the Behind the Bastards on uh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah, I started that too. It's Ooh. been good. Yeah, he is. I mean, the wrestling business is fucking wild. Yeah, especially in the. 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah. I've only listened to the first episode, and it's just like the history of wrestling. It's like, oh, like talking about the Von Erics and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a really messed up. That's a really sad family. Yeah. Um, If you like that stuff, you should watch um, uh, uh, Behind the the Mat? Behind the Ring? No, no, no. It's that Vice documentary series. What the fuck's it called? I watched it all. It's really good, but it's like really Fighting with Family, starring Florence (laughs) Pugh. I've seen that too. That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> anyway but yeah so then that's when they start getting things like christianity today the oh dark side of the ring oh dark side of the dark ring. Side of the moon dark side of the moon right dark side of the moon play it with um wizard of oz yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you have to wait start it on the second line roar or yeah something i think like that. so yeah 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 I don't know. um and do a weed on it when you do it yeah one weed one weed mm-hmm. uh but yeah so there that's a kind of uh Neo-evangelicalism was kind of a split from fundamentalist evangelicalism, but now they're kind of like intertwined. People don't really use the term neo-evangelical anymore. Mm. You just call them evangelicals because that's what evangelicals have become. And then there's fundamentalist evangelicals, but they're, the line is is pretty right. thin. Are there evangelicals? Yeah, my friend Evan is yeah. an evangelical. He's just always Makes talking sense. about how great he is. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's evangelicalism in a nutshell. Okay. Um, there, yeah, I mean, not a lot of people use the term anymore because it has such negative connotations, but you see the evidence of they it still in their actions. They still practice it, yeah. but they don't call it that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was in a job interview once when I was looking to be a youth pastor where the guy said, we are a fundamentalist Bible-believing church. And I was like, goodbye, goodbye, see you. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And uh, that was the thing, too. I was on vacation. I was visiting my sister. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I set up this job interview for you. I was like, I don't want that on my vacation. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, I will say, them saying that it's a fundamentalist Bible organization in the interview really saves some time. It does. So, it really does. Yeah. As much as I don't like it, I'm also like, Oh, it's good to get that out of the way before I start working for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we thank some patrons? Yeah, let's thank them. Oh my god. Wow, thank you so much. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey everybody, welcome to our Bible study. Welcome to the Bible study. It's so nice out. So nice out. So nice to see you. I wish you all. we could all be out at the 
church pool, but we don't got one yet because you guys haven't been donating enough. Nope. So to donate more, we can't have any more Bibles. We have enough Bibles. We need to get yeah. more pools. We need a big communion pool so we can go dunk people in and mm-hmm. give them uh, baptisms. Amen. Amen. But instead, we're inside now doing the study of the Bible. Yeah. So thank you for that. And anyways, we're going to have to start again start in Genesis fresh. because we forgot where we were Chapter again. one. Maybe if you guys donated more to the church, then we could get some bookmarks for all the Bibles. But we can't. But we can't do that. Well, I guess we could always just write down where we finished off last time. Yeah, but then the pen budget goes up because we'd have to use more ink. Well, that's true. But we have some... Prayers. Let's do some prayers. Well, we'd like to thank our good friend, Anonicom. Mm. Thank you. Somebody who's trying to get us out of this hole that we're in. Yes. Thank you, Anonicon. Mm -hmm. And I want to say a very huge prayer request for Sterling. Mm -hmm. Sterling, Mm -hmm. you're wonderful, great. Everybody loves Mm -hmm. Sterling. Sterling Silver. But again, when we asked for donations, Mm -hmm. he just gave us more Bibles. And and we want gold, silver, the gold, silver, jewels, Bitcoin, Mm -hmm. uh, NFTs, NFTs, (laughs) pearls, MFTs. Uh, some pearl necklaces would be good. <laughs> well, I don't know if I need one of those right now. No? Okay. No. Maybe so later. diamond rings then. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. So that would help. That would be helpful. And um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, if you could just donate things mm-hmm. other than Bibles to our yeah. very good church. Yeah. And uh, I have a special prayer request for Sophie. Listen, I know you've been listening, and I really appreciate you bringing in a couple of kiddie pools, saying it's for the young ones. But that's, listen, when they're saying we need a new pool for the church, Mm -hmm. it's not for the young ones. It's for everybody, us included. We get hot too, okay? We're trying to be inclusive here. And yes, I understand young children. They need they need a little, little extra assistance because they're they haven't developed all the way, and that's why we're supposed to be leaders. But mm-hmm. listen, we need a pool for everyone. Everybody. Me and Trevor right now are sweating, and we want to swim and do laps. Yes. Okay. So thank you, but also, thank you. um, you know, try harder. Amen. Amen. And, and I have a huge prayer request for Cadillac Kim. Yeah. Um. Again, just donating Bibles. We Too need ma- a Cadillac. Your That's name is right. Cadillac Kim. Or a Cadillac converter. Yes. Right? That converts Cadillacs into swimming pools. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah. Basically, we need a pool. Yeah, or two. Or two for the church Bible studies. Olympic size, mm-hmm. backyard size, it doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Should we do some Christian rock lyrics? Let's do some rock lyrics of the Christian variety. Okay. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. All right, this one, this song has nothing to do with evangelicals or with fundamentalism. Right. Um, but it's getting back to the brass tacks of what what loving the Lord is about. And I think that's a fundamental part of belief. Yes, yes. Brass tacks. Brass tacks. Uh, this song's by somebody named Marie Miller. Okay. Um, 
I don't know a lot about Maria Miller. I don't think she's super popular, but you know, she has got a following online. She's you know, people like her. They're minerals, Appar- Marie. Apparently, she sang in front of the Pope once. Oh, which Pope? Uh, Francis. Mm, uh, he's okay, I guess. Um, no, they're still all still crooks. Head of a pedophile <laughs> ring. Um, still all crooks. Yeah. Did you get that? Uh, did you read that article or that Reddit post I sent you today? Oh no, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like the worst thing, right? It's just because it is about something that happened in Toronto and someone just asking for advice. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a wild story. Oh, okay, but I'm sure it's much more common than we think. What was it? What's the gist? Uh, basically, someone was saying that they were working in an internship for a church, and then they ended up having an affair with one of the pastors. And then it came out, and uh, he went away for a while, and then the church pressured her to like delete all the messages about it and not talk about it. And I guess now they're at a point where they're like, they want to bring him back, and they're, they're like, are you going to forgive him and say it's okay for him to come back? Because we really want him back. And everyone in the comments Jesus. is like, it sounds like this church is just trying to cover up shitty work from yeah. a, a predator and just to bring him back in and make you gaslight you into thinking yeah. that you're a piece of shit. So Yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, so fuck pretty that wild. guy. Fuck that guy. Everybody. But yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Well, don't fuck that guy because that's what got us into this mess oh, right, in the first yeah. place. But fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, but this, speaking of fucking... Mary Miller. Marie. Uh, so she's Catholic, so I don't know if that's really Christian. Uh, it's the OG Christian. Um, Catholic isn't Christian. According to a lot of fundamentalists. So weird. Yeah. Um, same fucking book. Yeah. Six foot two, or six two is the name of the song. (laughs) Six Um, foot two and rude as hell. Gotta get him in the ground before oh, he starts it? to smell. No, it's a Primus song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one goes, Lord, I've been praying for somebody I have never seen. And I don't care what he looks like as long as he loves me. No, I'm not particular. And before we get into this next part, I know that this song is tongue in cheek. I know that she's trying to be funny. Okay. Sometimes you have to point that out when, like, you say, I don't like this thing, and people are like, no, it's meant to be a joke. It's like, I know it's meant to be a joke. Right. I still it's don't not a good joke. enjoy it. Yeah. And then she goes, no, I'm not particular, but I could have, but but he could, but could he have blue eyes just like the sky and blonde hair, wavy and light, and six foot two is my favorite height, but Lord, I don't care what he looks like. Okay. Um. I thought that was funny when I heard the song because she just described my little brother. <laughs> he's got, well, he's got hazel eyes, but sometimes they look blue, like right. mine. Um, so this is just uh, a lady who's a little thirsty saying that. Yeah. Is this even really a Christian song? Well, she's praying to God, and then yeah, she says... Yeah, but like, I mean, like you can say that in anything. It's just like, I've been praying every day for a love to come my way. You know, yeah. like that, I don't really necessarily consider that a Christian song. You know what I mean? This is well, just like, I, I'm praying every day for a big, tall guy oh, with a true, huge dick yeah. and uh, beautiful eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is goes into the Christian culture of God will provide somebody for you in his timing. And I think right. that's really what the more theme of the song is about right. being patient and like finding and, and like if you're being picky, then God's not going to bless right. you. Right. Like it's just yeah. like God's there and he's like putting like millions of people in front of you and you're turning them all down. And he's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> just date one of them. Yeah. Come on. Like, we had this song we used to listen to, and I don't know if I've done it as a Christian or not clear. I don't think I have, called Fishy by a band called Fillmore. 
And it's a very similar thing. Is she? Um, we got a double lyrics for you today, folks. What? Oh, this is the actual song. What lyrics? What the hell? Fillmore. Uh, and this song goes, Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever find her, the one that God's chosen for me. But what if I find her, but she doesn't like me? I guess that disproves destiny. And then it goes on to say that Jesus has a girl for you. That's a weird thing about, like, everyone has someone. Yeah. But that's not really... No. That gets back to, like, the whole thing about, like, destiny and true love and yada, yada, yeah. yada, which is really a bunch of kind of toxic, unreasonable expectations to put on somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Rather than realizing that a relationship is is about compromise and understanding and yeah. communication. And as soon as you start going, like, they're the one for me. That's just, just the yeah. way it is. God put them in front of me. You're ignoring all that stuff. And, you, I mean... It's it's kind of like maybe you need to work on yourself and maybe that's why you're not getting anything. And it's <laughs> always funny I mean? to me when Christians believe in destiny and fate and things like that because mm-hmm. the reason that they'll give anytime you talk about the problem of evil is free will. But the existence of free will negates the existence of destiny. Like you can't have both the right. reason we have sin and the reason we have evil in this world is because of free will. And then also, God will put somebody in front of you, which means that God controlled their free will to get you, yeah, and, well, and your free will to get you two in the same place at the same time. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, if God's controlling everything, then why do anything? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah. why why proselytize? Why try and change these things? If, yeah. If if God works in mysterious ways, and there's destiny, and He's watching everything and controls everything. What does it fucking matter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't think that the all-powerful being wouldn't take care of that stuff? Why do you got to do it? Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. If anything, it feels like a little bit of hubris there where you're just like, oh, well, I got to fix this because God can't take care of it. Yeah. Wow. So if anything, us being atheists and not doing anything about it, we're better Christians than the Christians. That's true. Very We're respecting true. God yeah. and what he's done, yeah. I guess. Very true. And and Checkmate. To, to say this at the end of the show probably doesn't um, help anything, but I got a comment recently that um, our podcast would be better if uh, we didn't have so many swear words in it. Oh, really? Um, and to that I say, fuck that. Because, <laughs> and I'll tell you why, um, Somebody, as somebody who has left the faith, mm-hmm. saying swear words is very therapeutic. Right. I mean... I, I'm of two minds. I understand that some people don't like it. Yeah. At the same time, it's it's a part of like vernacular. At the end of the day, too, they're just words. Yeah. If it's something that really bothers you, you maybe need to examine why they bother you so much. Yeah. Um, intention's a big thing, too. I don't think we're ever really being malicious when we're using them. We're yeah. not. And we're not like using like like really really terrible things. yeah it's true yeah so i don't know i i guess part of me is just like grow up a little bit yeah they're just words it's not a big deal and the thing is because i was thinking too like i don't really swear that much in my video essays right um but that's because they're pre-written yeah in and a conversational context it's yeah a, it's a little different and especially and then sometimes too it's just it's it's a much more concise way to get across a point in a feeling yeah especially stronger feelings about things that are harder to like convey right yeah exactly yeah so yeah 
I don't know. It's it's part of our world. And if you think that people don't swear, then I don't know. You're, it, it, you know, just kind of putting your head in the sand a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Sorry. But, uh, but we still love you. Well, I don't. Oh. I still love you. I think, you, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can love anybody without knowing them. That's true. No, that's not true. I love you all. Bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.